When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Living Color's Corey Glover joins Soul Asylum tomorrow for a special performance at City Winery in Washington, D.C. I spoke with Glover in 2017 when he performed a Bill Withers tribute at the now-defunct Gypsy Sally's in Georgetown, breaking down his film roles like Platoon and Living Color's funk metal hits like Cult of Personality. I'm here with the one and only Corey Glover. Paying Hello. Tri- Hello. <laughs> Pay tribute to the amazing Bill Withers. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So before we dive into that event, you came to D.C. recently, too, for the opening of the, the Black History Museum, uh, and you played with the Pub- I, Public Enemy and the Roots. Memories of that real quick. That was amazing, amazing. You know, we have, uh, actually have uh, stuff in the museum. Living Color has things in the museum. There's a bunch of stuff there, some lyrics and some and gear and all kinds of stuff. And uh, so we were very honored to be, to be a part of the museum in some way, shape, or form. And then the, then the play, you know, with the caliber of people like, like Public Enemy and The Roots, it was amazing. It was, it was, a, great, it was a great day. It was, we were there all day. It was just amazing. I have yet to go to the museum itself to see the exhibit. Right. But I plan on taking my son's to see it and and just to say you know your dad's in a museum <laughs> That's your so dad, awesome. yes, yes your dad is a fossil and he's in a museum <laughs> you see these dinosaur bones over here your dad is one of them no no come on man <laughs> exactly. you, you are you're still current because you're coming and playing with this uh so-called super group the new stew who all you play who will you be on stage with um it's basically uh myself and roosevelt collier Who's, who's an amazing lap steel player, amazing, amazing guy. And uh, people from all these other bands, basically, Ron Rico and, all, and Jared stuff, all these folks, you know, they played with Tedeschi Trucks. They played, you know, with the Five Blinds. They played with a bunch of other bands. They're amazing, amazing players. It's, it's just an amazing band of people who have, you know, who have a love of this particular record, and it's really about this record. Bill Withers Live at Carnegie Hall, which is, you know, a seminal record, just in terms of the music that came out of it. You know, Grandma's Hands, Lean On Me, you know, Bill Withers. Ain't No Sunshine. All these songs are still being played somewhere in the world. You know, somebody as prolific Withers to know that he didn't start his career until he was 30, that, that, that he had a severe stutter, that he had to overcome, had a severe stage fright, that, you know, he, that he had the presence of mind to say that this stuff is fleeting. So 
I'm going to go on the road. I'm going to put out these albums. I'm going to go home back to my factory job and keep working <laughs> on my off time. And, you know, as a singer-songwriter, to play at Carnegie Hall so early in his career is amazing. Is amazing. And, to have, and to, for it to be so amazingly beautiful, to hear so many songs, it just, just it, it takes you back to a certain time. But it, but it makes you feel good in the way that it was, that it was played. Matt Garrison playing drums. It was just amazing. It was just amazing. <laughs> Definitely. And so you guys will be playing the Live from Carnegie Hall album start to finish. So if our listeners show up, they, they will hear Ain't No Sunshine, Use Me, Lean On Me. They'll hear everything, right? They'll hear everything. They hear from the beginning to end. As it was played at, you know, I'm not going to banter because I am in no way as smart as Bill Withers is and, and not as nearly as witty as he, as, as he is. So I'm not going to do any of that stuff. All I'm going to do is sing. But uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible time. and it's an incre- We have a really good time. And it's really, really and just packed with stuff. That it's just a good time. Come on, Dan. You'll have a really good time. Definitely. Do you remember when you were growing up in Brooklyn, do you remember having, you know, spinning Bill Withers records in the house? Or do you remember oh, yeah, when you first I mean, heard him? Here in Bill Withers, you know, my parents would go on, my parents would take us all, all, me and my brothers and sisters on these road trips, and what was playing in the car was that record. There was these records that you could play, you know, autonomous from listening to the radio, but that was one of the three records that we played as we drove south. We were going to, we were driving to some friend's house and uh, some family's house, going to some party or something that you listened to. Bill Withers live at Carnegie Hall. You listened to, to uh, there was um, Carl Santana, Abraxas, and there was uh, Bitches Brew by Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. Those three records are the reason why I do what I do. And it was, it, 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 it's the reason why I'm a singer. It's the reason why I'm in a band. It's the reason why I, I love music so much. Because three records. Wow. And listening to them in the car and, my, and, and drives with my parents. That's so great. You you mentioned a few seconds ago that you know how how Withers sort of got a a late start and you know he, he had a factory job first and then sort of transitioned out of his day job and went into music. But well, no, he didn't even tr- transition out of his day job. He'd go on the road and then go back to his job. Wow! And he kept doing that for over ten years. Like he had he had a factory job that worked for he, he you know he was fixing he, he was working on on fire planes. He was he's he's working on 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 jets. He was, you know, he worked on the factory line wow. for a long time wow. and didn't stop doing it while he was still working, while he was still a superstar. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> well, you, um, you almost uh, went down a different path as well, right? You, you, were, you started yeah. out wanting to be an actor, and I remember you in, uh, how was working with Oliver, Oliver Stone in Platoon? <laughs> it was fun. It was, you know, it was work. It was like, that was some of the hardest work up to date that I had, I had to do, you know? Yeah. And... You know, and, and but think about the people that came out of that movie. God, Johnny Depp, than, Forrest Whitaker, you know, Charlie Sheen came out of that movie. Johnny Depp came out of that movie. Forrest Whitaker came out of that movie. Um, Willem Dafoe. All these. I'm sorry. Willem Dafoe, Tom Berenger. Willem Dafoe, I mean. Tom Berenger, Keith David. You know, all these people were young, hungry actors at the time, and now look at them. They are they are the the quintessential actors of our time. 
So great. And it's, it, it, you know, the fact that, that Stoughton had the, had the forethought to see that these, that these people, these groups of people had enough talent, had more than enough talent to pull off his vision. You know, you yeah. what can you say? There not, it is. Not to mention, la- not to mention launching his career too. Um, right. Awesome. Well, we're glad you did pick the music route. Was it true that that the that your eventual Living Color guitarist um, saw you singing "Happy Birthday" and that's how the transition happened? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was at this, at this girl I was I was dating at the time. I was well. I think we stopped dating at that point. But um, she invited me to a birthday party. Uh, they re- wheeled out a cake, this beautiful cake, and everyone's getting ready to sing happy birthday. She says, nope, I want him to sing happy birthday to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, me? me? Oh, okay. So I say happy birthday. And Vernon and I struck up a conversation, and, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. Absolutely. Speaking of history, now that we have the hindsight of sort of looking back on Living Colors Place and all that, um, and right. that you played it, and you're in the museum and all that stuff. Right, I'm a fossil, yes. Yeah, just talk, talk, about how, talk about how groundbreaking you guys were with that funk metal. I mean, it's, people can still rock out to that today. It's, I love it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the idea that what we were doing was basically taking all the things, uh, Miles Davis's Bitches Brew and Bill Withers, that's what Living Color is. That's the essence of what Living Color is. It is a rock band with a soul, with that plays the soul and has a conscience, and it's it, 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 sometimes it's a very jazz-like situations, but it's all in, it's all cerebral. That's what we were doing, and, and and it was natural to us. That's what you do because that's that was our frame of reference. So we would take all the stuff that we had, we take all the things that we listened to, and all the things that we that we appreciated about music. And turned it into our own experience, and that's what it sounded like. It sounded kind of funky. It sounded kind of it was kind of hard. It was it was kind of stuff that you wanted you bopped your head to. It was kind of stuff you, you kind of thought about when you know when you listen to the lyrics. You go, hmm, you scratch your head. You go, that's a very interesting thought. Absolutely, and still relevant. Um, Absolutely. Probably you get asked this all the time, but where where'd you guys come up with Cult of Personality, man? That was your big Grammy breakthrough, and that song, man, you can still be... That thing, you, they still play that in, in wrestling shows. <laughs> they still, they, it, it's, it, as of um, about three years ago, it was still played like it was a top 100 single. Wow. Um, uh, all, all around the world. Um, but, you know, basically Cult of Personality is... is is what uh, Joseph Stalin said is a, is a ter- term coined by Joseph Stalin, and you know the idea that that you can that which is also really true. I mean, the, the world we live in says it says it that you know you ha- all you need to have is a mythos about you, and and you become whatever. There's a, John F. Kennedy. There's uh, there's uh, a mythos about Hitler. There's a mythos about uh, about even even somebody as, as obscure as I don't know uh, Paris Hilton. You know she has a cult of personality. Well, and that's what I just think keeps that song, like you said, in rotation and relevant. I mean, 
and it, and it applies to good, bad, left, right. It can be anything like all the people you just mentioned. I mean, Obama right. had a cult of personality. Trump has a cult right. of personality. It, it crosses. Absolutely. It, it applies. So yeah. speak speak how that's relevant here uh, as we come off Inauguration Weekend here in D.C. You're going to be playing in D.C. It's got to have a little extra uh, social commentary to it. Um, uh, well, yeah, yeah, but anytime that we do this song or any other song, you know, you got it, it. It sort of talks about the world we live in, um, and we live in a very interesting times. Like that, that that proverb says, you know, may you live in interesting times, and can't say that we don't. Absolutely, awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking the time before you hop off here. Um, just uh, tell our listeners why they should come out. One final sell, man. You know, maybe they've they love Bill Withers or love you and Living Color, and and you know now they get to kind of see <laughs> see it combined. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, and it's a good time, and it's a really, it's a really intimate setting. The band is really compelling. The music is really good. Come check it out, you know, and we'll hang out before or after. And, you know, we can talk about it if you like. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you joining us. Corey Glover, thank you so much for joining us. This was great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.